this is Michael Hudson, the owner of the Humble Bucks of the Smash League. You're listening to the Smash Cast. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Smashcast. Uh, it's been a while. It's been too long since we've last talked. I think something like six weeks, but we're back by popular demand um, because I've been hearing a whole lot of stink about lack of episodes, and it just warms my heart to know that people are listening and they're wanting more of the Smashcast. Um, you know, Connor. Raising up a stink last week didn't really do it for me. You know, didn't really, uh, didn't really get me up out of my seat. But Colt is a man after my heart. He knows how to get me going. Uh, threatening to boycott Sacco duties if I don't produce an episode. That is the type of motivation I need. And I think it teaches us all an important lesson that threats, threats with fear and violence, they get results. They work. And I think we should all take that knowledge and use that in our adult lives to help us get the things that we want out of life. Because that's what the holidays are all about, right? Is is fear and anxiety. Especially for the eight of you who are still in contention for either championship or SACO. Um, congratulations to those of us who have ended our seasons SACO free, myself and Emma, who made the playoffs and exited quickly. Always a great place to, to end a season. Um, and then to Jordan, to Kuz, to Keenan, and to Connor, uh, well done, gents. Getting out early is the best way to, you know, it's a slippery slope. We say it every year in the Sacco Bowl. Uh, so, so to all of us, we get to kick back this weekend and enjoy some some stress-free football. Uh, very much looking forward to that. But for everybody else, you know, the stakes couldn't be higher. This is probably the most stressful part of the year. Um, and so to help out with that, I wanted to do a little something different on the, today's episode. And basically, I'm going to take you through, I'm going to guide you uh, through meditation, um, through a journey that I hope is going to reset your mind and relax you and prepare you for you know the stress and the chaos that comes with playoff season. And so I hope you enjoy this, uh, this guided meditation. Welcome to Smashcast Guided Meditation. I invite you to find a comfortable, safe place to sit down. Maybe rest your eyes and slowly breathe in and out. And in and out. Allowing yourself to completely relax, to slip into a calm, resting state of mind. Breathing in and out, 
you lay your head back and continue deep breaths in and out. Now you lean your head a little farther back and you find you can rest your neck on the cool strip of a large sink. Warm water begins to run through your hair. No, it's not Colt's famous Goldine showers, but a clean and clear water that warms your head and sends tingles down your spine. You open your eyes and see Nate Riley smiling down at you as he pops open a bottle of lavender scented shampoo. <laughs> Nate laughs as he applies the shampoo and begins to massage your scalp as all your worries seem to just wash away with the running water into the drain. His soft, nursing hands gently work into your hair as you breathe in and out. You walk out of Nate's salon and down a quiet street, lined with large overhanging trees and cute little houses. One yard has a tire swing hanging out front and you decide to stop and have a ride. You sit down on the swing and feel a pair of hands gently press against your back. You look over your shoulder to see Connor Riley looking back at you. He shoots you a wink and gives you a push. You go soaring forward. You close your eyes and let the wind whip past your face. Songbirds sing in the background as Connor pushes you higher and higher, and you feel like you're flying as you breathe in and out. You continue down the road and come to a cul-de-sac with a fire truck parked in the middle. A lone firefighter hangs off of one side. He's wearing a helmet, but no shirt and no shoes. Beads of sweat trickle down his shoulders and chest as the sun beats down on you and you realize it's Keenan Harder. He hops down from the truck and beckons you to come closer. You feel your feet must be moving of their own accord because you feel like you're floating towards him, quickly finding yourself in his embrace. He pulls you close and holds you in his arms as he stares intently into your eyes. He pulls you closer still. You breathe in and out, and then he whispers softly in your ear, accept that trade I sent you. Suddenly, a heavy pull from behind your navel yanks you backwards out of the cul-de-sac out of your body and out of time and space as you know it. Darkness surrounds you as you flow aimlessly into nothingness. In the vast abyss, a warm glow begins to form. It starts off blurry, but soon comes into focus. It's a face, the face of Chris Bose. Just a floating head amongst the void, it smirks at you and says, Sup, bud? Suddenly, his head splits like mitosis as one Chris head becomes two. Two become four, four become eight. Before you know it, Chris's faces have filled the void. They surround you as they all continue to chant, Sup bud, sup bud, sup bud. You gyrate in place as the faces chant all around you, rhythmically swaying to their sup buds. You shut your eyes and breathe in and out. You open your eyes and find yourself back in your body back in reality and back in your chair. Your smash meditation has come to an end. You feel unsure of this new world you have awakened to, but you know deep down that everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay.
I hope everybody is feeling nice and relaxed. Um, and if you are also feeling a little uncomfortable, then I'm not too surprised. Funny story. Um, that's not the the first draft of the guided meditation. That's actually a bit of a rewrite because I wrote it a, a little while back and I read it to my lovely wife, Brenda, who gave me the feedback that it was very uncomfortably sexual. And so I made a few changes and what you heard was actually the, the rewrite. So if you think that was bad, um, anybody who subscribes to my OnlyFans page can get the uh, the original copy, and I'll tell you what it's uh, it's saucy. So we'll uh, we'll see if we ever release those tapes. Um, moving on, very excited to bring on a special guest for the first time this year. Somebody who I'm very proud of, um, and has you know that I've been that I've been dogging. I've been I've been dogging them. I'm not gonna I'm gonna own that, and uh, I'm ready to eat crow because uh, this guy is in the playoffs with a full head of steam and a trunk full of sandbags. And I think he's gearing up to take the league by storm. So uh, without any further stalling, let's jump right into bringing on our, our guest for the evening. All right, welcome on to the show, Dom Gams. Hey, how's it going, Patty? I'm doing pretty well. I got a feeling that you're doing real well. Um, yeah, I mean, how how you feeling? You're in the playoffs. Finally made the playoffs. It was uh, a tough year, you know, with COVID. Uh, sandbaggers getting COVID. We had to battle through a little bit of adversity, and uh, but we got a nice uh, nice cap to seal off the, uh, you know. Solid win against the Silence of the Gam franchise, sandbagging in, into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And and we're already one week down. You did defeat Emma and moving on into the so not just making the playoffs, but now down to the final four. That's right. It uh, it feels good to beat Emma. I'm just trying to keep my hubris in check. <laughs> so I, uh, you know. Well, I mean, hey, I was, I, you know, I'll I'll say it now. I'll just come out and formally apologize because you know I'm, i started this year with basically calling you out for not making the playoffs basically ever and was was frankly just being hard on you and now you know you're you're where you are and i'm where i am and there's no disputing that so yeah oh. i mean i just had to prove a couple critics uh wrong and uh it is what it is but i'm just happy where i'm at where i'm at and uh Looking forward to those next couple weeks. Hopefully, pull off the sandbag against Dewalt, and then um, see who I'll play after that. Nice. Well, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you one question. Um, if you could eat any, only if you could only eat one, like I guess type of food, but it would be um, what I mean is like a like a let's call it like a nationality of food. What okay. what nationality would you pick? So we're talking. Um, you know, Chinese, we could, let's, we could lump Asian, Chinese, Japanese into one, Italian, Mexican, American, um, you can only eat one the rest of your life. What, what, you know, like nationality or what style you're going with? I, you know, I, 
my nationality is Italian, but I can't get enough Chinese food. Mm. Yeah, so I'm always I'm always down for uh, some recession special whenever I'm in G Wood, and uh, <laughs> just like having Chinese food every now and then. Man. Morgan doesn't really like it, so it's like always a special treat whenever I can get it. Gotcha. I'm surprised. I thought you'd pick Italian because I would go Italian. I love you know spaghetti sauce. I love pasta. Um, and you're like the most Italian guy I know, but I guess you probably were around a lot of it. So again, it's, uh, almost the forbidden fruit. You get that, you get that Chinese recession special. That's, I don't know if they still do that anymore. Unfortunately, I don't know if I'm those, sure that side's still there. <laughs> I mean, recession's still on, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't take away the recession special. Um, is Stefan, is Steph Diggs the greatest football player of all time? Uh, yeah, he could be the new face of the Sandbag franchise. I'll just put that out there. Absolutely. But, uh, um, yeah, he's he's projected for a quality burger this week. And, um, you know, last week I really thought Emma had me going into that um, Sunday night game. I was down 12 points, and I really needed Diggs to put up at least 13, which I was – no, I wasn't too worried. I thought he was going to get it. Sure. It's a tall order, though. He really surprised me. He got like 24, 25 points. So, I mean, he just really established his dominance there. Yeah, that must have been that must have been gutting for, for Emma. Um, but, uh, yeah, Diggs has, has stepped up. He's He's been such a beast this year. That must be fun. Always good to right. hit on a player. That's good value, too. I mean, he really fell. And uh, I'm a little bit worried in the draft. I was I grabbed three RBs and I had a little bit of Dijon, but he was my <laughs> receiver and he really, really got me through. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll we'll break down your team when we do picks here in a little bit. But uh, you, for it just I, I think you know most of the league knows what's going on, but we're so far apart these days. I'll catch everyone up. That you you have a son, Cannon Gamba. Yeah. And my question is, uh, knowing what we know about CTE and concussions, uh, is Cannon will Cannon be allowed to play football? Um. Yeah, I think he will. And and if so, at what age are or what age is Cannon going to start ripping and tearing? You think is he going to be going into Pee Wee? He's already starting to chuck a football, so if he's not a quarterback. <laughs> gonna be a uh, he's a he's pretty dense little guy so uh he could be a little running back or uh linebacker so i don't know might sure. try to get football but uh we'll see what happens when we i mean cannon cannon gamba sounds like a classic baseball name to me too yeah it could be a starting pitcher for but, sure but i mean those are the two uh, lots of guys lots of guys go into you know when when Cannon's making his choice after college, you know he'll be probably recruited by both NFL and MLB, so he'll he'll get to make that decision. Um, <laughs> yeah, you never know. But I mean, I, it's it, it's frankly all in the name, I I think, and I think you knocked it out of the park in terms of like a great sports players. It's usually how I go off of. It's like you know if if your team drafts a player and it's like if the name sounds funny, it's like well this isn't gonna work. But Cannon right. Cannon Gamba. Uh, sounds like a no-brainer first-round pick to me. Yeah, that's basically why I tried to trade Kuz for Gaskin. It just sounds so uh, 
so dominant. Mm. Gaskin has been good too, and you'll get him back this week again. We'll we'll check in yep. on that shortly. But yeah. uh, but but first, I gotta ask you about your favorite chick flick because that's apparently what I'm doing this year. So yes, I've been bracing myself for that question, uh, trying to think of uh, all throughout all the titles that I've seen. Um, you know, I'm gonna go full on flaming. Um, Moulin Rouge, really like that one. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, that counts. Uh, that's a big flick, but uh, a musical as well. Sure. Fun that the the whole family can enjoy. That's a that's a that's a good pick. Yeah, gotta get a little Obi Wan, you and McGregor in it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Fair enough. Um, okay. So now this question kind of comes from the league as a whole. Uh, how are we? How are we going to beat Drew this week? Because I think it's pretty clear that you're going to have the entire league backing you on this matchup. Um, nobody wants to see Drew. There's a lot at stake here. Drew could be a three-time champion with back-to-back boots and basically would establish himself undoubtedly as the best Smash player you know, in our 10-year history. And right. you have an opportunity to squash that, and and again, I think you've got the whole league support there. So you know what 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 are you going to do, and also what can I do as commissioner? Because again, I'm I am not above just colluding with you, even on air as we speak, to make sure that this gets done. Because frankly, who's going to you know who's going to step up and and stop us? I think the only person who might have any issue with it is Drew. Exactly. So, well, is there a player you need? McCaffrey might be coming back this week. Do you need him on the bench as like as a failsafe? Yeah, go ahead and drop McCaffrey. Um, I'll, I'll snatch him up. Just put me first on the waivers, and I'll see what I can do. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely trying to prevent that uh, triple time, that uh, three time boot win, and so definitely trying to sandbag. <laughs> um. Also, I got a bone to pick with Connor. I think he trade raped himself. Although, uh, was it David Montgomery who he traded? Uh, he gave up Montgomery. Oh no, he sorry. Yeah, he so he got Montgomery and what did he did he get Keenan Allen for Tyree? Yeah, he got yeah Montgomery and Allen for Hill. Decent trade, and it did get him out of the Sacco, so I don't think he's having any regrets. But I do think I'm, – I'm with you. I would like to also pick at that bone because he gave Drew the number one wide receiver, which is really gives him – makes him suddenly dangerous, which is unfortunate. I think he just made it that much harder for me, but it's going to make it so much more pleasurable when I uh, get that win against Dewalt. And, uh, you know, going into every year, my goals are – to not make the Sacco Bracco, which hardly ever happens, but <laughs> I also want to secure a win against you, and I also want to secure against D Wall, which that didn't happen this year. So I'm hoping for the ultimate sandbag in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all that, those I are. That, I got that TY redemption. He dropped uh, TY Hilton. Oh, I'm yeah. Playing him in the flex and, uh, you got to flex him. It's that's destiny. I can't, that, I honestly don't see how that could go wrong. That is, that's a great point. That is, uh, that's, that's a slam dunk as they say in football. Um, but, uh, that's great. 
Okay, well, what do you think? We should get into some picks. Yeah, sure. Um, we'll start. We'll start in the. Uh, let's start in the Bracco, and take a look at some of the guys who are, you know, fighting for their lives out here. Um, okay. First matchup that we're gonna look at. Do you have? Uh, do you have games in front of you by chance, or do you need me to kind of? Uh, let me pull it up. See if I can get to round two. Yeah, that's fine. I'll stall for a second. Yeah, round um, two is open. Okay. okay, so I'm looking at I'm, the first matchup I'm looking at in the Bracco is 14th place Crazy 88 going up against the 10th place WTF Shady Nasties. So we got Chris going up against Nate in the second round. Um, the let's see previous matchup Nate edged Chris in the regular season 86 to 90, so a really tight score early on, uh, all the way back in week three. And um, yeah, both coming off tough losses. Chris is, uh, let's see. So I'm guessing he's going to keep rolling with Ben Roethlisberger, which he's been like just good enough to start, but pretty much disappointing you. And then his running back room has been has been rough with, uh, you know, Melvin Gordon hasn't really produced. Ronald Jones, he does Ron, Ronald Jones and Juju. That was a that was a nice trade rate for myself, as I convinced Chris to give me. Uh, Kenny Galladay for Ronald Jones and Juju, uh, and obviously Galladay never played, and now my season's done. So not not in my best interest, but it is yeah. what it is now. And and Chris got away with Jones and Juju. Um, I've just I've just learned to stay away from all Lions players. I can't. I try to like root for the home team, but I can't give myself hope. Mm-hmm. When I have any sort of Lions players. What, I think the year that I sat on, I draft like three Lions players. Oh, geez. Yeah, I'd love to see Stafford. It's not too late. I'd love to see Stafford get out of Detroit. Actually, I think I heard something yeah. that that might finally happen. He's been, I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's it's like an Archie Manning situation where like it's so unusual that the Lions have been Lions. so bad and it's not even because of the quarterback. It's like in spite of good quarterback play for the most part. It's a very yeah. weird situation. It's all falling apart around him. Yeah. But uh, just to keep rounding off, so Chris is uh, Robbie Anderson, Mark Andrews. I wonder if he might throw uh, Nelson Aguilar into the mix after his big game. He's got that Washington defense, which is actually the number four defense right now, which is great. Um, And then let's go to Nate's side. He's rolling with Taysom Hill right now, a quarterback, um, who's been solid this whole time. Um, He's got the number one running back in Dalvin Cook. Uh, So – Man, the rest of his team must really suck for him to be in the second round of the Bracco with Dalvin Cook. That is yeah, disappointing. It's a little Nate. surprising. I, I think his team took a little bit of a hit when he uh, lost Fuller mm-hmm. um, to the Roids. But uh, yeah, I, that I is tough. Think, I still think Nate may have enough to edge him out. I like Chris's team if everyone. Comes and performs, including Washington's D. Uh, Ronald Jones, if he has a big game, then he's got a chance. Schuster. But Nate also has some big names. Like, Akers is really um, starting to break out. Yep. Um, Akers did, yeah. It, it all depends. If if Nate plays Josh Gordon, <laughs> then I think he's got the win. <laughs> all right. I think he should go with Josh Garden. All right. Um, yeah, to me, this seems like a classic. This seems like a classic. Uh, Chris has this kind of just well-rounded team of like, I don't. I just don't expect him to break like around ninety points. You know, 
Like I don't see him going triple digits with the squad, but you also don't really see these guys totally flopping versus Nate truly has got this boomer bust team. Like every name on there could drop 30 points at any given time or they could dud. So it's a really interesting matchup here. Yeah, I think this could be actually a lot closer than we think. Um, Robbie Anderson could have a big game. I He's been solid. I mean, uh, yeah. So you're you going – so funny? go ahead and yeah, pick we'll it. Who do you like? In, uh, hours in Sacco. I'm mm-hmm. going to root for Chris to get out of this one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna pick Chris too. I just have a feeling like maybe uh, – is this relying on too much if – if Dalvin Cook struggles against Chicago and if Cam Akers like suddenly doesn't get the workload he got last week, which is such a, a Rams thing to do, then, then yeah, then I think Nate be in trouble. So I'm going to go the safe play too. I think Chris once again slips out of Sacco contention and sends Nate to the uh, to the fiery depths. Um, yeah, I like that. All right, let's see. Let's move on to the other Bracco matchup, which is going to be – who's the other Bracco matchup? It's uh, – I have Anthony and Smoking Hot Nazi Boners. Um, those guys are – oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the one. Sorry, my uh, my internet's slowing up, so I'm jumping over to my yeah, phone. Yeah, <laughs> Knicks uh, starting Mayfield on QB, um, Sanders, Miles Sanders, Liam Hines, Adam Thielen, Jarvis Landry, CeeDee Lamb, Atlanta D, and Matt Bagley. And Showers has Josh Allen, a uh, little half chub, Moster, Ridley, Samuels, Small Johnson, and uh, Baltimore D. Nice. So, uh, you know, on paper, I think Showers has a lot of big names. But, I don't know, his hubris, his hubris, I think, got him to the Bracco. So I could, I wouldn't be surprised if it uh, sent him one more level. Yeah, it is. Man, Colt has had a rough year. His team, I mean, he was at the top of our rankings. Uh Early on, you know. Yeah, he he had some stud RBs, but then uh, pretty much every one of them was out on IR for the year. Yep. So he's finally getting half chub back, Mostert back. Is Mostert isn't he getting checked out for something, uh, like an ankle or something? Questionable. He's been injured, like. Throughout mm-hmm. the entire year, like when he's fully healthy and he plays, like he'll put up like thirty points. Yeah, so it sounds but like then, we'll find out. Really uh, yeah, it sounds like we'll find out tomorrow more about most. Yeah, he man, anybody for the uh, for the Niners has just been cursed this year. But yeah, yeah, I mean, especially so. Josh Allen is clearly superior to Baker Mayfield. I think is this. There's no question. Um, how Sanders showed up finally, right? But Nick Chubb is great. I yeah, I, I think Chubb edges out Sanders. Um, you know, I think you're exactly right that on paper, Colts' team is superior, kind of across the board. Um, 
the the problem is apparently Colt as a as a manager. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think uh, you're exactly right. So, so does you know, we could mm. just uh, plug in Devontae Parker for another goose egg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So but, I, I don't I, know. Yeah. Who? I, I think if I'm gonna pick someone, it's gonna be Showers. But me too. It's just too. It's just too lopsided here. Nick is in a lot of trouble, man. When I look at his roster, it's not impressive. Adam Thielen is solid, and then you got just a lot of maybes. I mean, anything can happen. But I'm, I'm surprised Colt fell this far. So, uh, hopefully, he's working hard to get his locker room in order this week, you know, and get his guys ready to play because this has been kind of a disappointment, frankly. With the yeah, with think, the Nazi boners, I think Showers has the matchups there. The players, he's got enough to get out of uh, the realm of Sacco, and I think we may be potentially looking at this year's Sacco when we look at Nick's lineup. Yep. Yeah, that'll be. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be rough. So so we're projecting Nick versus Nate. For the Sacco, which is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like the sound of that. A little brotherly Sacco is always a good thing. It's, uh, you know, it's the season. It's the holidays. It's better than a brotherly Sacco. I mean, if they decide to just bench all their players and both wear a Christmas Sacco, I would I would be in support of that decision. You know, a united front. right? Like a nice Christmas card of a couple Riley brothers' asses. It would definitely be new. It'd be welcome to the league. Mm-hmm. Just, just take your losses together and have a brother. So yep. we'll see if we can get them in on a on a brother to brother sacco. Um, yeah, love it. Part. Let's take a look. Let's bump up to to the big dogs now. Let's let's go over to the winners bracket. Um, so last week, Mikey whooped me up. Nothing. I mean, I, I knew it was coming, and, uh, and Mikey's team didn't disappoint. I think he dropped about one twenty two. Uh, to my 90 and then meanwhile he's going up against the snooters who did not have to play last week because he locked up the one seed and uh and a good thing too because he didn't have julio jones last week he didn't have david johnson last week and i think he gets both those guys back so he really needed that buy that was really clutch by matt um it's impressive this is matt's first year in the league he drafted well and uh is reaping the benefits um these two play each other in week eight and Matt took the win uh, by five points, 107 to 112. So a high scoring game that, that Matt edged out, which is not that surprising. I, I want to say Matt was Matt and Mike, I think were the top two point scorers on the year. So this is like a fire powered uh, matchup here. Um, you know, Matt's got the number two quarterback in Kyler Murray. He's been great for fantasy. Um, he's got the number two running back Alvin Kamara. Yeah. And then and then he's got a lot of solid guys. Um, you know, David Johnson is is okay. Julio Jones when he plays is fine. Robert Woods is fine with the potential to be really great. Um Darren Waller is, you know, a great tight end and as a receiver is very good. Just a few weeks ago we had like a 40 burger. And then we've you know, got a like about Snoot's team is they're not it's not all name brand. It's but it's guys that are going to get you a lot of points. Like mm-hmm. Robert Woods has been killing it this year. Tyler Boyd, like that stack alone, 
got him to the playoffs, I think, because Julio was kind of spotty. Um, so those guys have been consistent for him. And, uh, yeah, I think Snooze has a really well-rounded team. He's probably had the best draft this year. Yeah, yeah, he has. He's been good all year, and it's so uh, yeah, he deserved that that bye week. Um, and, but then, and then you go to Mikey though, who's kind of the other side of that journey. Just barely got in the playoffs. I think was the sixth seed, if I'm not mistaken. Um, right. And by no fault, really. Well, I mean, again, who, who's to blame? Scored a lot of points, gave up a lot of points. You know, you could chalk that up to poor fantasy defense, and that might be his kryptonite here. Is he might. He might give up another 120 burger to uh, to Matt, but even if he does, man, I mean, Mike's got the firepower. Russell Wilson's been solid, number four uh, quarterback. Obviously, he's got Devonte Adams, which is second in the league, only Tyree Kill. But keep in mind, Devonte missed like five games, so I think it's pretty clear that when Devonte is on the field, he's the best receiver in fantasy football. I would I would say over Tyreek even. Um, yeah. Game to game, he's. I want him in my lineup more than I want Hill. I would. I would say I feel confident saying that. Um, and then DeAndre Hopkins is not exactly bad. He's he's got number two, number six receivers, and then Tyler Lockett is hit or miss. But man, when he hits, he blows up. Not a bad flex play, frankly. And right. then and then he's been getting it done though with these with these funky running backs that he's able to put together. J.K. Dobbins, J.D. McKissick, Kareem Hunt. All these guys have been uh, have been killing it. Right, um, I agree. So, I, what do you what I've do you what do you see? I Mikey's team scares me the most out of any team in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because that big three, all those receivers are studs, and Russell Wilson just puts up a shit ton of points every week. Um, but yeah, you're right. His uh, um, his kryptonite is definitely his RV slots. Um. He's, he's been making it Hunt. work, but it's it's. He's had Cream Hunt, but yeah, that's he's always needed an RB two all year. Yep. Um, but he has enough to get through the playoffs, and to be honest, I I think Mikey's got one more sandbag, and I'm like, I think Mikey's gonna go to the championship. I think you're right. I mean, Matt's team has been solid all year, but I just don't think there's any slowing Mikey down right now. And I mean, like I said, his record and his sixth seed in the playoffs is not indicative of what we've seen from his team. I think everyone knows it. Uh, I think, I think you're right. I think Mikey goes once again. I don't, I, I don't know how many times, but I know the St. Mike's first rodeo um, heading to the, heading to the championship game. So we'll pick, we'll, let's, let's mock, lock uh, Mikey in. And then got a few minutes left here. Let's real quick. Let's go to the show. The one everyone's, everyone's watching here. We've got, the sandbaggers going up against and it's gone. I know we touched a little bit on it um, earlier in the show, but just to break it down, Deshaun Watson going against Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. You're rolling out Aaron Jones, and you should be getting Miles Gaskin back this week, which frankly is you, you need them. You got to have them. Um, and then uh, Steph Diggs, incredible. Michael Thomas has been, I think, solid, right? You'd know better than me. Since uh, right. since Taysom Hill, like uh, since he got back in the field, hey, is not a terrible. He's clearly second fiddle to Diggs right now, which is not a terrible one-two punch in my opinion. And uh, and then I love I love Hilton in the slot. You got to do it. It's gonna work. I believe in it. Um, yeah. And then on the other side, yeah. So um, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, been pretty good all year. 
He's playing that. He's playing that chowder. He's busting out yeah, that hot chowder, which is risky, but it works a lot. And then obviously Tyree Kill, and he's pulling out Kiki Cutie. Um, I think he's trying to sandbag your Watson points there with Cutie. So how are you feeling? What do you What do you see in here? Really hoping Gaskin comes back. He's got COVID. Um, but we've been talking a lot in the locker room. He feels good. Feeling like he's getting healthier. Um, I think he's going to return this week for a sandbag. Um, yeah, Todd Gurley um, is ready to step in and take some reps if Gaskin's out. But I think if Gaskin's in, then I might have a chance against Drew. Um, mm-hmm. Tyreek is really the only thing that's scaring me on Drew's team. But I do like the matchup this week against New Orleans. Hopefully they shut him down a little bit. Um, so he just gets a little slider rather than a big juicy burger. Yeah, yeah. This is a tight one, but um, again, yeah, you're right. And the Hill's going to put up points, but the question is, is Hill going to put up like a like a, just a game-winning definitive type thing and uh I, I don't think so i think he gets you you know like a 20 which is what you expect out of hill you plan for it um so uh i'm i'm, I'm gonna pick you as well here Dom, um, i think you're gonna put an end to the to the tyranny that has been drew's <laughs> grasp on this league for the last two seasons now and yeah. hopefully be meeting meeting somebody in the championship game yeah i'm, I'm a man of the people so uh I'm doing this for everyone. Uh, it's not just for me. Obviously, we want our name on that boot, but we can't have a three-time repeat in the league. Mm-hmm. Well said. Well, Dom, we got just a minute or two left here. Do you have any final words for the league before we get out of here? Oh, well, uh, Definitely been a tough year, but uh, hopefully we can all get together soon, uh, do another Zoom call before uh, the year is all done. It would be nice to talk to you guys again, get your thoughts on how the year went. Um, Stay safe out there and uh, keep on sandbagging. Well said, Dom. You said it all. Um, Good luck to you this week. Happy holidays. Give my best to to your wife and children, and uh, great having you on the show. Real pleasure. Thanks, Pat. All right. Take care. All right. Thank you, Dom. And uh, we'll wrap things up here. Just wanted to put a final bow on the present and uh, just give a shout out to everybody in the league. If you're still playing this year, then good luck to you this week. And uh, thank you for listening. Love playing fantasy with you guys. As always, it is one of the true bright spots of my adult life, and I hope we keep doing it for another 50 years. Um, Happy holidays to everybody in the Smash League and all your families. Um, You guys be safe and take care. Smash on. The end. Oh, thank you.